Are you ready to be entrefied? Let's break free of the life we are told to live. Create freedom and wealth by adding value to others' lives. Challenge traditions, challenge authority, and get entrefied. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Today we have a special for you. Um, it's Mondays with Jeff. So Jeff's one of my best friends. I've known him for years, and uh, he's very, very great guy. Really successful, just killing it out there. And uh, I value his opinions, his words. I mean, he's very smart, very intelligent, and I uh, appreciate having him in my life. And I hope you guys have somebody like that you can reach out to that you can talk to, that you can be friends with, and that you don't have to worry about how you talk or how you act around. He's somebody I've actually been able to open up to and talk to um, and and not be afraid to share what I think and and how I feel. And you guys should not – you guys should definitely have people in your life like that. And remember, they say your five closest friends is – is who you become. And so I try to surround myself with very successful people. And so long story short, we're going to be doing a weekly segment, uh, Jeff and I. And and the reason why it's weekly is because we try to pack this thing with 100% content. So this is an intro to what this segment is. In the other episodes, we're just going to go straight into it. But, yeah, it's 100% content, hardly any fluff. I mean, it is all just action steps, action steps, action steps. We're going to beat you over the head with action steps. And yeah, I hope you enjoy the show. Our sound quality may not be the best in the world. We're trying to figure out these kinks as we go along. And, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. And if you have any uh, any questions or whatever, just go to Patrick Hughes 9000 Facebook and, and hit us up. Let us know. Enjoy the show. I'm here with Patrick, I'm Jeff, and we're doing our weekly call. Patrick, I'm going to let you go ahead and start if you would, if you've got uh, hey. something on your mind you want to talk to, talk about. Yeah, so uh, I think uh topic for today, I, I, th- I just, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, fun and loose on the hip here, and I think that gives you a more authentic feel to it than, you know, sounding like a robot, just scripted, like, burr, burr, burr. so I uh, you know, I'm throwing out the, um, the idea that we were talking before the show a little bit about how when you have something that you have a lot of questions for something, but you know you want to go towards it, it's kind of up in the air. And over time, I think that the blanks start to fill in their cells. And what do you think about that? Yeah, over time, I think that's uh, sometimes... That's how you come to things, what you're actually going to wind up doing. A lot of times you'll start off with ideas. I mean, you could apply it to business. I mean, before you start into a business, you think, okay, I'm going to start this new business, and I'm going to advertise in this way. I'm going to start like this. And it's good to have plans. But what happens is, and I I do suggest people do that, you know, write out what you want to do, but chances are reality is going to happen. So you're going to start it, and you're going to realize, okay, wait a minute, that's not working out. So then you have to learn to adapt. So what I recommend is, is if you have an idea, write it down. And then you have another idea, write it down. And as you continue to progress in what you're doing, 
you can revisit your ideas. But one of the most important things is writing something down at the moment that it happens because don't don't rely on your memories. Oh, I'm going to do that later. Have you something that you can jot down right now? Uh, one of the things I do is I keep a notebook. I have a to-do list that I go over, and then I also have like a note section. And that note okay. section can be talking with customers. It can be it can be several different things. But if I can jot something down really fast, I can come back to it. So yeah, I, right. I definitely agree with that idea, Patrick. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Using something to jot down ideas. I actually use Google Keep uh, notes on my phone because I don't know about you, but I, if I write in a notebook, I'll actually most times misplace a notebook. I'll forget the page and I'll feel too lazy to go back and look. And so for me, I found that uh, using the Google Notes, I, everything's like organized and more orderly. And so I don't know if if people, if you have the problem of losing track of your notes and you're like, man, taking notes isn't for me. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think it's how you go about it, your process. Like what, how are you taking your notes? Are they too detailed? Are they too short? What are you using uh, Google, like a Google app or Apple app? Or are you writing it on a traditional piece of paper? But I do think writing down things on paper, even if that may not be accurate and, you know, following them is definitely a good idea. But another thing is uh, to get to even get to this point, you have to start doing something. So even if you don't have a perfect plan on paper or a perfect idea for a business or whatever it is, you know, speaking, music, uh, I think you at least need to just get started. You got to you got to just start. It doesn't matter what it is, just start doing it. Yeah, I agree and, uh, with that. Go there. You know, one of the things is, as far as you know, which paper works for me. I tried, which I do have Google Keep by the way, and I do also use that as well. So it's kind of like if I don't have my notebook with me now. What I actually have is I have loose leaf paper, and it's just like a little binder, and I can put the loose leaf paper in and I can section it off. I actually have like a little clip on the paper where I can go to a specific section. I don't know if that makes sense, and that's more of a visual thing, and we're talking, you know, uh, in audio, so it's hard to describe. But I have like a little section. I can flip to a certain section in my notebook. That notebook goes with me pretty much everywhere. Now, um, I do use the Keep, but there's something for me, and I think you brought out a really good point there, it's not just what somebody tells you. You have to find out what works for you. For me, it's physical. I have to have something physical to write down. Uh, now, if I don't have my notebook with me, I have, you know, I can go into Keep and I have like a little section at that, and I'll pin it to the top so that when I go in, I can, you know, I can see what I need to do uh, or need to look at. I also keep, and this may sound corny. But I also keep things by my bed. So I also have my notebook. I have an MP3 player. I have several different things to record. Because a lot of times I cannot write quick enough to get all the thoughts in my head because I'll wake up and write five or six pages. But, I mean, things wow. like that, uh, you know, that's happened. Well, I mean, it happens. So it's kind of like if you've yeah. got those moments of inspiration, 
you have to capture them and you have to find out what works for you. But one little point that I want to bring out here, I think it's so important, and I don't think a lot of people utilize this. At the end of your day, what have you learned? You know what I mean? And that's something that I try yeah. to do uh, is write down what I could have done better in my day. Now, you may say, well, what do you mean? Do you, do you mean just one specific area? It is up to you to determine what that is for you. But if you have, let's say, for instance, you're running a business, you can just take one little subcategory and say, okay, it's my business. But if you really want to just blow it out a little bit, you could say, what did I do in everything today? That, what could I have done better? And I'm going to tell you, most every day, if you'll record your day, there's almost five or six different things that you could have done better. Write those things down. Doesn't mean you have to implement them right now, but you've got mm -hmm. them wrote down where you can come back to them later. And then the next thing is have a time in the week where you review what you've wrote down. What uh, do you think about that, yeah. Patrick? That's really good. I mean, one thing I do, and you know, I like how I like how everybody has a different method because um, I, I kind of do a similar thing. I do. I have an app, it's just called Commit to Three, and every day you put down three things you want to do, and that's it. You hit the commit button, and then you check it off as you do it. And it's kind of the same. At the end of the day, I review my three things, and I say, did I do this, this, and this? Yes, yes, yes. And then tomorrow I say, all right, now how can I be better than I was today? And that, for me, that I think the most important thing, and I think a lot of people get caught up in, is comparing themselves to other people and other things. And what you're talking about with your method of, you know, writing down everything every day and then reviewing every day and every week, you're talking about reviewing yourself. And if you look at that on paper, you're not reviewing yourself versus anybody else. It's you against you. So at the end of the day, I think it's very important to try to beat yourself every day in some way to do more than you did yesterday because a lot of times when we get on Facebook, social media, we get on the real world and we see a guy who has a Ferrari or whatever, we'll start to try to compare ourselves and we'll be like, well, he has that and I don't have that and you get discouraged and it's like it doesn't matter what he has. He, he, I guarantee you every situation in his life has been different than yours. So you can't compare. That's like comparing apples to watermelons. No chance. So I just say that you make a good point of comparing yourself, who you are today, against who you were yesterday, and trying to improve in some kind of way and keeping metrics and saying, okay, I did 10 push-ups yesterday. I want to do 11 tomorrow. And just constantly raising that bar for yourself. And, you know, I think that is a good point uh, to, to write that down. Because, you know, even, and not to be, you know, getting in the Bible, but it says you should strive for perfection every day. And I think that living that in your life is very important. Just to be better than you were yesterday. I agree with that. I think it's important with when you take action steps. You know, I don't know how much I have heard as far as theory. Now, I'm not talking about with what you're saying, which me and you talk about a lot of theory, too. 
but I've, I've heard a lot of theory of things over the time, but what it comes down to is action steps. And if you've got to learn to take action steps in your life because if it's only theory and you go over this and over this and over this, one of the things with this podcast is I want it to be action steps. What can you apply that we've talked about? We've already mentioned things that you can apply right now. It's one thing if we're talking about theory that you can't implement. But if you can implement something, it can change your life. That's the difference between theory and application. Application gets it done. Theory talks about it. I'm not saying you need, you don't need theory, but what I am saying is if theory is all you've got, you don't have application. And we all know application is what gets things done. I did want to mention, though, as far as on the list, you know, there's been a lot of theory about how you put your list. Now, whether you use it electronically uh, or you use a paper method like me, uh, there has been some theory about, okay, what you need to do is make a list and then you prioritize your list. I have tried that, and I do that occasionally, but generally what I do if I'm in a rush, and let's be real here, okay, we need to see something that we can do every day. If I tell you an encyclopedia worth of information, you're not going to be able to do that on a day in and day out. It's just not going to happen. You have to break something down into simple steps that you can apply every day. And one of the things I think you can apply is just make you a list. And it needs to be something you can do within five minutes. You don't need to spend 35 minutes on a list that, you know, you could have not done knock two things out or more and you're still making the list. Set you a time, you take five minutes, you write down a quick list. Now, if you want to prioritize that, you can. Personally, I think start, at least make, start making a list. And then instead of, okay, I, I'm going to put A1 beside the most important, A2 for the next, A3, A4, and then you can go into your B task, B1, B2, B3, B4. You can work that in later, but at least start with making a list and don't hold yourself so accountable. Okay, oh, I didn't do the first one. I've done the second one because life happens somewhere in there, and you've got to find your flow and what works for you. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think uh, I think action. You're really right about the action because I. I mean, I do it too. Analysis paralysis. You get to reading about something, and you get to you get to read about it, read about it, and you're thinking about it, and um, you're so engrossed in the fact that this is a good idea. But then when you go to actually do it and implement it, you, things start things that before you didn't think about start coming into play. Like, oh, my emotions today are not feeling this. I'm not motivated today. And that's where you have to power through that. And that's what separates successful people from people that don't do so hot. Because the successful people realize, okay, this emotional response I'm getting right now in the short term is just a short-term thought. Obviously, I'm not going to be comfortable going to the gym at 6 in the morning to run on the treadmill. But then long term, you think, is this action going to benefit me? It's going to give me longer health on this earth with my family and my friends. It's going to make me feel better and have more confidence. But at the time that you're sitting on your couch and you're staring at your phone and you're thinking, man, I'm about to go to the gym and run, that's the hardest part. 
is is the theory part, going from theory to application. There's this transitional phase that is so hard to to go into that we have to really push ourselves. And today I was I was you know reading and I came across this a really good story. So there were these two guys in the bathroom and one guy they were using the urinal. Each one was using their own urinal and he dropped a five dollar bill in his urinal and he said, Oh crap, a five dollar bill. I dropped my five dollar bill in the urinal. Well it's only five dollars. Would you really stick your hand in there for five dollars? And the guy next to him was like, oh, man, you're five bucks. And so the guy who had dropped the $5 in the urinal, he took that back, and he pulled out his wallet, and he pulled out a $50 bill. And then the other guy was looking at him like, what, what are you about to do, man? And he takes the $50, and he throws it in the urinal with the $5. And the guy's like, are you crazy? You just threw $50 in there, and all it was was five. And the guy says, unless... There's some kind of commitment in there, some kind of real crazy reason for me to do it. I'm not going to reach for five, but now that there's 55, he knows he's going to reach for it. So when you think about going to the gym or doing something uncomfortable, you think, you know, how can you ante up the stakes to be like, wow, I really need to reach for that. Like, think about your family, your friends. I need to be healthy for them. And maybe that's your $50 bill you know, that makes you push for it. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, I've never heard the story before, but I can see your point with that. I mean, you have to have, your reasons have to be strong, uh, you know, or you can, like I said, it can be theory for you. And when you start trying to apply that and you really don't want it in your life, then you'll, you'll find that out because it's kind of yeah. like, it's like a muscle. I've heard it said like this, you know, that, you have to build your self-discipline muscle. Now, personally, I think something that works for me is is realizing some things in your life. See, a lot of times in your life, there are things you think, well, am I doing the most important thing right now? Okay? When you have a job to go to, and let's say you work eight hours, okay? You've got eight hours there, that time is going by anyway. You're not going to be able, you can sit there and not do your job, or you can look at it like this. I'm going to do my job to the best of my ability. I'm going to write out a list. I'm going to try to have a great day, and I'm going to see what I can get done on that list. And the, the trick of it is, you need to start your day before your actual day starts and make that list, get started early, write down what you're going to do today right fast, and then go at it. What happens is, is you build momentum. If you get three tasks done, the next thing you know, you're like, man, I'm feeling good today. But see, now, if you just start, started your day 10 minutes after it should have started, I'm just mm. not feeling good. I'm just really not feeling good today. I don't feel like this. I don't want to put up with people today. <laughs> I don't want to deal with their stuff today. You know, but if, you, if you'd have done that, your day would have been set by that because wow. you would have followed the same pattern day after day after day. So you have to have a pattern shift. It's very yeah. important that you do that. I mean, you've heard people talk about states and things like that. It's super important to put yourself in a productive state, and there are productive states. 
If you don't change your what you're doing, you don't get different results. So you have to identify what's keeping you down, what's keeping you failing, you know. And there are patterns to that. Uh, now I don't say that it's the same thing for everybody. I mean, some people say your physiology equals your psychology. You know, I mean, I know that there's things that they say like that, but really I think there's patterns. It may not be the same for everybody, you know, because we are different. But what I am trying to say is if you'll notice when you was most productive, you need to start paying attention. And that's, that's one of the points that I want to make. You need to start paying attention to what brings you success because there is reasons for your success. So I guess what I'm saying as far as an action step, write mm-hmm. down some things that when it went right. And then start thinking back to other things when it went right. And you'll start to see that there were certain things that was happening in that day, in those days. Do you agree with that, right. Patrick? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really, really good point. And uh, something I've actually... I tried doing. Um, I've tried. I'm trying doing. Still trying to do. Is getting the. Is getting kind of figuring out what causes success because, like you said, once you figure it out, you can mimic it. I mean, you look at people yeah. like Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson. I mean, these guys. Michael Jordan was a, an NBA basketball player, and he went and played professional baseball. How many people make it to the NBA? How many people make it to baseball? Professional baseball. And this guy did both. I mean, that's just crazy. And so I think he's also really good at golf, too. I mean, this guy, he he's good at anything he does. I mean, you ever meet a guy that's just good at everything they do? It's kind of crazy. And you got to think of it as, what is their mentality? How, how are they good at every freaking thing? Because it, it probably gets annoying. Like, you're like, man, that guy is always good. And it's, it's because they bring a specific... <laughs> mentality to the game you know it's they, they have a blueprint that they've got that they apply to everything they do and i heard michael jack or michael jordan he i heard that in the locker room somebody opened the door one time they saw him standing in front of a mirror practicing his swing and he's still a terrible batter but i think that mentality of practicing over and over and over is what got him there and you know just doing the work behind closed doors i think is really important too and I like what you said about the, uh, in the morning of, uh, you, you kind of map out what you're going to do for the day to get, get you set up. Well, I think that's really, really smart. And what I do is I do it the night before. So that way I, I'm thinking the most logically possible the night before. I'm like, what do I have to do tomorrow? And so I write that out the night of. And then the next day, uh, like what you said, too, about uh, you get momentum. So I read this book called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, and he talks about how when you do something, it compounds. And so I do think that if you get up, you get a glass of water, that compounds into you getting in the shower, that compounds you into getting in the gym, that compounds you into getting, you know, to the, you know, whatever next step you got to go to. And I think that compounding and momentum is really what, carries you through your day and and helps you overcome those hurdles of I don't feel like doing it. I don't want to mm-hmm. do it. Because your emotions love to flare up. I mean, you get home, you're tired, you don't feel like working on your business or your dream, your passion, whatever it is you're trying to change in your life. You don't feel like it. 
But if you have that momentum riding on your shoulder of, I've accomplished this, this, and this so far today, man, let me tell you, that's going to break the dam down. I mean, it's just going to come flooding in. You're going to go, you're going to crush everything for the rest of the day. And some people are, you do the hardest thing first. I could see that too, but it's just preference. But yeah, that's what I think about it. Something like that. I believe you've told me that before. I've also heard about do the most important thing first, you know, because if you get the most important thing first done, then you've got, you know, you have that momentum and then you feel like you've accomplished something. But I really think it comes back to, again, trying different things that work for you. But I do want to touch on something you just mentioned. You talked about logical and emotional. You know, that that's very important, you know, because... A lot of times, people will say, well, they're logical, but we're human, which means that we're emotional as well, you know? So if i got to get up in the morning, and here for the last little bit, I've been waking up really early, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. like there are mornings that I have an occasional, okay, I don't feel good, and I will sleep in a little bit, but I mean, I may be up 5 o'clock, I may be up 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, because I've got things on my mind, but one of the things I try to do is, I'll try to set up in bed 10 or 15 minutes before I get going sometimes. Now, I don't do this every morning, but I'll take some deep breaths, and I'll start thinking about my day. I think this is key. So if you're writing down an action step, here's something that you can start doing. When Before you need to wake up, about 10 to 15 minutes before, set up in bed and start thinking about what you want to do in your day. Start thinking about, okay, I'm going to do this today. And if you can get engrossed in what you're going to do, and I'm talking about the details of what you're going to do in your day, what happens is is your mind turns on. And the next thing you know, you're like, wow, you know what? If I got up right now, here's here's another key, too. If I got up right now, I would be early. (laughs) It's like, you know, you start thinking logical because your brain will go into emotional mode. You'll think, man, this yeah. feels good. I don't, you know. And if you don't make a choice right then to start doing something other than thinking emotional, you may get wrapped up into the covers and stick your head underneath there. Next thing you know, you're asleep. But if you'll go to thinking logically about your day, set up a little bit. You don't have to set all the way up. 10 to 15 minutes early. Mm-hmm. Tell yourself, hey, if I got up right now. It's, it's kind of like teasing yourself, okay? It's kind of sounds weird. <laughs> But you got the emotional, you got the logical, but I, once you get that done and you start applying these things to your life, okay, you're, you're mm-hmm. dealing more logically now, there will be some time in your life that you're physically tired. Now, you'll have to make the choice on what you do. But mm-hmm. once you understand the difference between emotional, completely emotional decisions and logical decisions, if you're physically tired, Yes, you can take an extra 30 minutes to an hour sometimes. Now, I know people disagree with me here, but if you can recognize that you need to sleep that day, one day a week to catch up, I don't see anything wrong with that. But one of the most important things that you have to remember is this. You have to find one thing that you do consistently every day. And that for me right now is it has Mm -hmm. to be I get up and my, I make my list. You know, I have to do that. If it's if it's a productive day for me, I call it a production day for me, and that means I've got to get things done. It's not just, okay, I'm on the weekend here. You know, I can just chill out. You know, I, it's Sunday. I'm taking my day of rest. You know, uh, you know, it's not that day for me, 
then I need to get up and make me a quick list. And then I need to get about it. You know what I mean? Because right. that second thing I mentioned there, which is make you a list. It needs to be fast. You need to get it done. And then you need to get about it. Because if you don't get about it, you're just going to sit there and make a list all day. Then you're going to think, man, I could have been doing this. So you have to get productive fast and get momentum. Yeah, I agree. I've been, uh, I actually been trying the waking up and giving myself a little bit of time in the morning. And I think that's really important is, you know, one, and, and I know with finances for sure, this is another thing I see is, you know, we're always quick to pay everybody else. We're always quick to give our money to, you know, cars, houses, food, banks, lawyers, whoever. It's just the same thing with our time. We're always quick to give our time away to employers, clients, um, family members, friends, everybody else. And guess who gets our time last? Us. We don't give ourselves any time at all. We do it last. And I think that's a really good point is to start your day off giving time to yourself to relax. Just... I like to sit down five, ten minutes with a glass of water at the table and just relax. Don't And think about the day. Think about whatever it is I got to do and just take a deep breath and relax and be like, this is my time. This is for me. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to plan out whatever it is I got to do. I'm going to relax. And I think that, I really think that's a really, really good remarks, uh, really strong, um, really strong advice been talking about today uh looking about time to wrap up here so just in closing remarks uh you got anything to add well um i feel like i've talked a lot so uh i guess what i'm <laughs> would say just in closing would be you know find the time management for yourself you know set a certain time for things like for instance the stuff uh that you need to get done take have balance um, there is a time for you. You can get to the point where if you've got eight hours a day you're supposed to work, then work those eight hours a day, okay? And find the best in that. Find the ideal self. In other words, what you can do the best of, be the best you. What you'll find out is the more productive you are, the better you'll become. Your mind will work better. Your, your physical body, you'll feel better. There's something about it. It's weird to to know that. So I guess what I'm just uh, would would point out is is be sure you have balance in your life. Take the time management. Write out the things. But that's it's basically what I said is what I wanted to say. I, I've covered basically everything I wanted to today. All right. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, I'm just gonna say the last thing I'm gonna say is just keep keep the momentum going. And it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to have a perfect schedule. You just got to do something because at least doing it is better than not doing it. And I'm going to finish with my favorite parable. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. So just get out there and start planting some trees, guys. We'll see you later. Awesome. I enjoyed the, uh, the podcast today, Patrick. Yeah. Was that good? Man, that was, I gotta say that was. Are you feeling entrefied yet? We hope so. 
For more information and news updates, check us out at www.entrified.com or contact Patrick directly on facebook.com slash Patrick Hughes 9000.